With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now. With the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back here, Silver and Black Today on a Wednesday. It's hump day. We are going through... The Raiders 53-man roster. Yesterday was cut day in the NFL. Lots of dreams put on hold or dashed. Others come true. Uh, and I'm sure that we'll hear some of those stories coming out of the Raider locker room. By the way, Mo, i got to tell you this story real quick. The other night, what I do now that I'm back into the journalism thing full-time and, and writing and editing... Um, I love to go outside when the weather's good. Of course, now that I live closer to the East Coast, like you, um, is we're running out of time. You know, we got maybe, I don't know, eight weeks left before it starts to get cold and you can't sit outside. I like to sit outside, smoke a cigar, have a, bo- or a, a bottle, have a, a, a cup, a, a glass of bourbon <laughs> and do my work, right? It's silver and black today work. It's sports not work, whatever I might be working on. So I have a deck, right? And underneath my deck, we have this little round part of the deck, <clears throat> is like a, a little storage area, right? A little door opens. I put my, my lawnmower in there, my gas cans in there. I got some fire ring stuff, all that stuff. <clears throat> so I'm up. I'm having a cigar, but I, I light. I don't light the cigar. I light the tiki torches. You ever seen the little tiki torches that are <clears throat> little, they're uh, liquid fuel, basically? So mm-hmm. I, I light those out there, keep the bugs away, although we haven't had much this year. But anyway, so I'm lighting it, and the fuse, or not the fuse, the wicks on those things, they're, lo- they're white wicks, and they kind of ball up when they burn. <clears throat> so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, they're like, it's spitting off these little embers, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. It just kind of fizzles out. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I smell something, like something's burning. And then I look below my feet, you know, in the slats in between the deck, and there's like fire underneath my deck. So these these little embers from these these wicks from the tiki torches get into the under area because I have a tarp under there that covers it so that when it rains or snows, it doesn't go on top of the lawnmower or seep through down and make it a wet mess. So, dude, I run into the house. I grab and and this is a good educational piece for all of you out there, no matter where you live, apartment, house, condo, whatever. Keep a fire extinguisher at your house. Trust me. So I run in the kitchen. My wife's like, what the heck is going on? Because I'm running like a madman. And I go because, again, down there is a gas can and my lawnmower. 
if the if the fire hits the gas can, dude, like I'm looking like Elon Musk's satellites, right? I'm flying up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and probably massively disfigured. So I get in there and I spray the fire out and I burn it out. But anyway, dude, I was like, I was relaxed. I was out there. I was doing some writing. I was in, you know how when you get in that groove when you're writing, Mo? And mm-hmm. you just feel it and like nothing can stop yep. you. And all of a sudden, everything under my feet is burning. It was crazy, man. So that is just my my uh, PSA, public service announcement. Keep fire extinguishers in your house. You can go get one at Home Depot, Lowe's, wherever you get them. Um, but but keep a couple at your house because you never know when stuff happens. So anyway, I'm 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 happy to be here. Is what I'm saying, Mo. So 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 basically, what Scott just told you is he almost blew himself up and his whole entire <laughs> and the family, home. yeah, and yeah, the family, and That's, dogs, yeah. everybody. Yes. So be careful. And it was funny because I always worry, having a cigar, I always worry about doing that where you drop something and it burns something. And it wasn't even related to that. It was a damn tiki torches. I blame it on the mosquitoes. See, that's that's the problem. <laughs> see, those mosquitoes are evil. I told you about those mosquitoes yes. several episodes ago. There are, yes. There's no use for mosquitoes. They need to just be extinct. <laughs> that's it. I agree. There you go. Uh, but anyway, so I wanted to tell you that quick story and surprise you because you weren't ready for it. All right. We are back talking Raiders football now. Not uh, <laughs> And nobody at the Raiders facility is blowing themselves up with, uh, with tiki torches. So, Mo, you look at this too. As expected, Alex Bars was let go. We saw uh, Isaac Rochelle hey, in the hey, defensive Scott, end. I, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but there were some people on my Bleach Report Live and maybe we- in the chat that pushed back. And said Alex Bars is making a roster, and I and I was steadfast, and I was like, he's no. not making it. But go ahead. I think I think everybody was 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 uh, and and listen, thank you for his service. If I'm if I'm a fan, I'm saying thank you. You stepped in at a yeah. tough time, and you you played right. when you needed to. And he is, of course, from the Notre Dame as well. So you oh, have gosh. to appreciate that. Another Irish player, Isaac Rochelle, was cut as well. Uh, but outside of that, you know, I, again, not surprised by this, but now you look at this roster and we can start to look at it and say, okay, again, what's still missing? I think that linebacker spot, um, we were holding out hope when when the last two teams, you texted me, the last two teams to release their roster are the Ravens and the Raiders. Maybe, just maybe, Moe's magical dream of Patrick Queen coming to Las Vegas would happen. Maybe that's what was holding it all up, but not yet, at least. So we'll have to wait on that one. But I do think people get to, we put a lot of stock and we talk about this 53-man cutdown day. But in reality, Mo, more moves, more action on this roster. A guy might have made the roster today, came in the building, was like, like we used to do in high school. If you're, okay, you go on the list and are you on the list? Did you make the team? Um, but then it could be 24 hours and they're gone. It could be 48 hours. It could be 72. It, you never know. There is a lot of roster turnover here as even... Today, later today on Wednesday, they will open it up and you can start signing players to your practice squad as well. So so when you look at that, kind of tell us, Mo, on if, from your point of view and from the listeners out there, um, what to expect and where you might see some changes of guys who seemingly made the roster but might not be there very long. So I think they're going to be – I think – Still going to pull off a trade. May not be for Patrick Queen. I mm. hope it's a linebacker because I'm still not confident in the linebacker core there. But as you said, 
today, Wednesday at noon, the Raiders will be able to start adding players to the practice squad. They can add 16 players to the practice squad. 10 of those players have to have fewer than two crude seasons. And the other six can be veterans of you know however many years. So guys like Philip Dorsett can find their way back onto the practice squad. But I actually expect changes. If, if I were these guys that I'm going to name, I wouldn't get too comfortable. If I'm Isaiah Polamau, even though I like him, I had him on the on the, my last death chart, mm-hmm. I wouldn't get comfortable as the fifth safety. Because as I said, Roger Teamer is more of a coach, Buster Teamer, so I think he's probably safer than Isaiah Polamau. Jordan Meredith, though he made it over Alex Bars, wouldn't get too comfortable because the Raiders have some flexibility with some of their offensive linemen who can move inside the guard. So wouldn't get comfortable if I were him. Christian Wilkerson, who we talked about earlier in the show, wouldn't get too comfortable. The Raiders only had five wide receivers last year. I know DeAndre Carter is more of a special teams guy, return, returning kicks and punts. But you're the sixth wide receiver. You're not getting too comfortable. So those three guys... I would just kind of look over my shoulder a little bit. The Raiders could pick up a guy who's now a free agent. I still annoy who's been available is an option for the Raiders at linebacker if they don't trade for one. So free between free agents, claiming guys off waivers and guys that they may be in between on yeah. practice squad, 50 man roster, they can make some changes. So as a lot of people have said, the, the initial roster is not going to be the final product come week one. Yes, and you look at um, some notable players released yesterday, Mo, and at the at the at the linebacker position, not, not a lot um, from a free agent standpoint. I mean, Jabril Cox, who of course was the bell of the ball back in twenty twenty one as a fourth rounder, and then tore his ACL um, and never kind of got back to where people uh, really liked him. Uh, he was cut as well as Christian Kirksey was cut. Remember him as well, Christian Harris. Uh, Denzel Perryman, Corey Lytton, uh, Littleton, I mentioned earlier um, on that roster and and so on. So you look at this cornerback position. There's a couple guys there. By the way, Nicholas Morrow was cut again. So Raider fans who love him will then be clamoring for him, uh, as we know. Uh, but but Kirksey's rumored to maybe be going to Philly. So we'll see how it all turns out. And if you look at the waiver wire order, the Raiders are seventh in the order, by the way. When it comes to the Raider wire, the Bears are first, so the Bears get the first crack at anything that comes down the wire. Uh, when you look at that market, though, Mo, is there anybody you got your eye on that was either cut uh, on Tuesday or maybe could be a cut coming up here uh, again as as teams go for other opportunities with players who breach the waiver wire? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If the, now you mentioned the Philadelphia Eagles being connected to Christian Kirksey, if if Philadelphia doesn't close the deal with him, if I'm the Raiders, I'm jumping on that. He yep. played really well last year with the Texans. I have mm-hmm. a guy out there covers the Texans and said he was basically a captain on that defense. Played every game because he had some injury issues when he was with the Cleveland Browns. Played every game. I believe he had about two interceptions. Had 124 tackles. Had seven tackles for loss. 
he was arguably their best linebacker there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, he should have he should be getting a lot of calls from teams interested in him. Uh, uh, Jalen Smith is another guy I think could circle back with the Raiders. Remember, the Raiders hosted him for a visit before he signed with the Saints. I know a lot of people want to say Jalen Smith is is washed, but apparently the Raiders thought he, you know, were interested enough to bring him in for a visit. Now that he's available again, he may circle back to to Las Vegas. He may take the offer whatever the Raiders uh, were were giving him on the table. So we'll see what happens with that. Another guy that I that's not a position of big need, but I really liked coming out of Washington. Running back Miles Gaskin. Running back Miles uh-huh. Gaskin was let go of um, the Dolphins let him go. And they drafted a running back, Devon A. Chain, uh, um, this year. So I knew somebody on the back end, even e- either Alvin Samed or Miles Gaskin would let go. I like Miles Gaskin. He had a pretty productive year. I believe he had over a thousand yards from scrimmage one year with the Dolphins. Just that they have a crowded room now with Raheem Mostert there, with uh Jeff Wilson Jr. there. As I said, A Chain is there too. So I think he'll catch on somewhere and he can be a committee guy. If you're low on Zamir White and think the Raiders need a bit of a boost at, at running back, or maybe you, you don't like uh, Amir Abdullah being there, Miles mm-hmm. Gaskin can, patch, can catch and run out of the backfield. So I think he could be a replacement for Amir Abdullah, who I believe is 30 years old. Miles Gaskin is younger. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be opportunities. It'll be interesting to see what the Raiders do. And, and, and there's always some surprises, too, because a player – Sometimes will come on the market. Remember, a lot of these GMs and the scouts, Mo, they mm-hmm. they scout these guys coming out of college, and they're high on their list in college. They don't always get to draft them. They might go earlier than they're able to draft them. So they're still in love with those guys, by the way. Some of these guys who end up getting mm-hmm. cut, they know, hey, I can just bring them in here, and we can get all that potential out of them that they couldn't get out of them in in Seattle or or Detroit or wherever it may be. So that's sort of how it works in the NFL. So I think you're going to be surprised. You had something to say, though? I'm wondering if the Raiders would be interested in bringing in – now, these aren't the greatest of names. These aren't guys who are going to wow you. But Tay Crowder, I believe, played under mm-hmm. Patrick Graham in New York. And O'Shane Eximenes, who's an edge rusher. Tay Crowder's a linebacker. Eximenes is an edge rusher. Eximenes is interesting to me because he came out of Old Dominion, showed some flashes – in his first year and last year, in those middle two years, didn't have any sacks. He's been banged up. But remember, Chandler Jones, we don't know what his stats is going to be. How healthy is he going to be for week one? So if the Raiders are looking for some depth on the edge, I wonder if they call Shane Eximenez to come in and just kind of fill in until Chandler Jones is 100%. Yeah. Bailey Zappi? Oh, that surprised me. <laughs> it was a big surprise. It, that me. was a surprise. Uh, at SportsCon, yeah. we did we did a story, and I did the video with the top three kind of surprises, and he was one of them just because of where he was drafted, and you kind of had the feeling that maybe he was going to be able to step in there if if Jones can't get it together. But uh, that was that was it. And of course, we know some about some of the other cuts, some of the former Raiders, Alex Leatherwood, Chicago gone, Brian Edwards in New Orleans gone, Jonathan Abram in New Orleans gone, all the Gruden guys not trying to pile on, just stating fact. T- Tanner it's, Muse. It's Tanner Muse. Yes, the war daddy himself uh, <laughs> out. It, it's incredible. I mean, it, you you don't revel in it because it's sad that all of that draft capital, man. Josh Jacobs is it, right? I mean, and 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 Miller. That's it. Well, from 2019, yeah, 2019, 
And twenty, yeah, twenty. Oh, tw- Josh Jacobs was twenty. Nineteen was was Miller. no. Josh no. Jacobs was nine. 19. Josh Jacobs was 19. 20, right. 20, that 20 class oh, yeah. was the disaster class. Amik Robinson's the only one left. He's the only one left. Yeah, imagine He's that. He's the only one left. It's so. so bad that I'm forgetting the years because I just, it's, you don't want to remember that. You know, you, like ni- the 19 year was Max Crosby saves it because yeah. Matt, that was Max Crosby's class. So he saves that. When you look at the 2019 class, you're like, all right. They whiff clearly on Cleveland Farrell, but at least they got Max Crosby and Josh Jacobs out of who are cornerstone players. Hunter Renfro, we'll see how he bounces back or if he bounces back. But when you go after that, that 2020 class, the 2021 class, yeah. oh, man, and, Alex and, Leatherwood. And let's, let's be fair to the Gruden and Mayock uh, doubleheaded monster. Uh, the last year's Raiders class still up in the air a little bit, right? Uh, we saw ne- yeah. Neil Farrell go. There are some good players there, of course. Um, Butler, too. So so those, yeah, the jury's still a little bit out on Dave Ziegler. I think he did better in the draft this year, early early returns, that is. So we'll have to see. But I, I don't, I'm not giving the front office and the Raiders a pass like it, like they're, I mean, I don't think you could do as bad as Gruden and Mayock did. But but certainly, uh, if you're going to build a championship team, you got to start nailing drafts. So if the Raiders draft picks this year don't contribute like we think they can and we've seen so far, then the team could be in trouble again. But I don't want to go down that slope because I know some of the people are already there. <laughs> the good thing about the 2022 class is that at least their first pick is a start. Dylan Parham is going to be their left guard. Right. Yeah. Thayer Mumford Jr. had a legitimate chance to wrestle away the right tackle job from Jermaine Illuminar. We'll see who starts there week one, but I, I assume it's going to be Jermaine Illuminar. Zamir White, every time I say something about Zamir White, there's someone rushing to defend him. And and I'm just I'm not saying he's he's an awful player. I'm just saying he's he's eh. Right. Eh. You know. <laughs> eh. Eh. I I, I'm I'm more of a Britain Brown guy, but he's hurt right now. So <laughs> Well, it, again, it's the NFL and running backs, you just kind of you 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 reload every two or three years, right? So uh, I was asked on the show today. If you know now that Josh Jacobs and the Raiders all made happy and everybody's you know kumbaya and shooting videos, uh, you know are the Raiders going to sign him to a long term deal? And I said I don't think so. I, I think it's going it's now if he goes out and balls out, great. But are the Raiders going to be in the position to where they want to pay him again next year? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But that position, <sighs> Mo, it's that like you talked about defensive tackle on the inside. Look, it's just. You just, I would just cheer for your guy this year, and hopefully he has a great year for him and for the team. Here are my early thoughts on that Josh Jacobs situation if you want to look ahead to 2024, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say the Raiders, and I just hypothetically speak, let's say they go 11-6, they're a playoff team. A lot of people are going to laugh at that, right? But let's say anything could happen. Who knows? Let's say they go 11-6, they're in the playoffs, and they win a playoff game. And they look at their roster and say, we can run this back and we can take it a little further with a few more pieces. I think they would be less reluctant to let Josh Jacobs go if he was a big part of why they were winning and why they were a playoff team again. Now, if if they finish 6-11 and again or they win four games, I think Josh Jacobs more likely will hit the free agent market because they'll say, look, Josh Jacobs played well, but we only won four games. He's playing a low premium position. I know people are going to say, well, you got Max Crosby and you still only won four games. The, pro- the difference is Max Crosby plays a, a very high premium position. Right. Running back, as we saw, as we've seen this this, this past offseason, teams are not paying running backs. 
So if you're if you're a team that's on the bottom of the standings, you're not going to be encouraged to pay a running back because you're like, well, we can use that money to spend elsewhere and get better at higher premium positions. I did think it was interesting that uh, all of the hubbub around Jonathan Taylor. Oh, you can seek a trade. Well, clearly, you talk about the running back market. Clearly, whatever Indianapolis was asking, because they let Taylor go out with his agent and try to find a trade, and guess what? Nobody wanted it. So that tells you, Jonathan Taylor, now he was injured last year, didn't have a great year, but he's a great back. Love the guy. I think he's a very incredible talent. But it just goes again. It's another example to show you where that market is. It's just not there. Um, all right, we're going to step aside for a break when we come back. We'll do a couple little mail items. We usually do that on Thursday. We're going to just grab a couple of them today. Uh, I won't talk about blowing myself up or anything like that, but we will <laughs> roll on with some more Raiders talk as well. By the way, if you want to be a part of the mail bag shows, send us mail. It's mail at silverandblacktoday.com, mail at silverandblacktoday.com. We are coming right back after these words. Don't go anywhere, Raider Nation. 